Achieving success, being healthy and wealthy, and lifelong happiness is anyone's ultimate dream. In the grand scheme of things, self-doubt limits you from achieving great things. The path towards the zenith of success and controlling your life is at your hands. This is the Unlimited Influence. Reprogram your subconscious mind with Dr. David Snyder. So you find the, the knob that controls the brightness or the contrast. Turn that all the way to the right until the image whites out completely. Notice how that makes you feel. Turn the image all the way to the left until the image blacks out completely and notice how that makes you feel and decide. Decide which one you like better and leave it there. And then using the index finger of your dominant hand like a stylus on a tablet. Now there were some lessons and some, some things that this experience had to teach you. I want you to write those lessons in glowing golden letters across that screen so you can keep the lessons and let the rest go. Now here's the best part. You don't even have to know what the hell you're writing. Right? I've had people literally write from both sides of the screen simultaneously. They have no idea. They're just doing squiggles. It's like they're writing Chinese and Hebrew at the same time. Just let the finger go and do its thing. Some people notice interesting sensations and symptoms come up as this happens. Some people just get waves of emotion. Some people laugh. Some people yawn. Some people cry. Some people sweat. Whatever you're feeling, let it happen. It's just the neurology resetting. And just keep writing. The screen will scroll. So you can write as much or as little as you need to. Keep writing until you know it's done. When you know it's done, and only when you know it's done, even though I'm going at a certain pace, you may process faster or slower, take all the time you need to do this properly. As soon as you have the lessons done, and only then, reach up with both of your hands and shrink that shit down to the size of a postage stamp or even smaller. Float it up over the top of your head. Float it back beyond the horizon. You know, you know the sound a nail gun makes? Hear that nail gun pounding that shit back there, fixing it back there for all eternity. Notice the process taking place. When you know it's locked back there for all eternity, try to bring it back and notice what happens instead. Take a tour of your body, notice how different you feel. When you know you've got it, allow your eyes to open and look around. What just happened? Have a seat. What just happened? What's your name? Joyce. Joyce, what just happened? Feel a little lighter. Feel a little lighter? Very cool, right? That light feeling is literally a lightning feeling, right? The neurology is, has an organization to it, okay? Uh, in NLP, we say the map is not the territory, right? And people say, right. And inside they're going, what the fuck does that mean? Because <laughs> I did for 20 years. Like, what it means is, is that the sum total of reality and all the information in it is far too big for us to consciously comprehend. So your neurology creates a map a facsimile of what it thinks the, how the, it thinks the universe works. And depending on how information rich that, that, that map is, we have access or le more access or less access to stuff. But the map is not the terrain. And the best part is, and this is the thing they really didn't tell us, is that the terrain is easily more robust to accommodate pretty much any map you impose on it 
Some just deliver the result, get you to the destination faster or slower than others. If you understand the metaphor, right? Sequita, how you doing, sweetie? Have a moment. Yeah, let it happen. Yeah. Let it come up, let it come out. As I like to say, as you feel it, you reveal it. And as you reveal it, you heal it. Solve, dissolved, and resolved from the body. Solve, dissolved, and resolved from the mind for all the right reasons. The human body, the human being, is designed to pass energy and information through it. You are not a human being. You are a human being, which implies you are a process of processes. In Chinese medicine, we say anytime information or energy stops in the body, you have pain, you have illness, you have disease, you have tension. There's a principle there, it's a universal one. Right? The things that bother us are the places in our body where we stuck energy. Right? And the worst place we can keep it is locked inside. Yes, ma'am. I have a question. So, is there a zero? Most of it, yeah. The body always knows, and we follow the body's somatic address. The feeling location in the body, even if we don't know consciously what's there, we're still accessing the, the hologram so we can still deal with it. And many times, because of the unique questioning protocol that we use, we can slowly unlock most of that. There are, there are other techniques that, that tap into this holographic model. I don't even have to know what you're working on. You don't even have to know <clears throat> consciously. And that's one of the big fallacies in our, a lot of our talk therapies, is that we believe that before we can work with anything, we have to consciously know what it was. No, you don't. If you can, if there's a feeling that you can isolate in your body, you have all the pretty much all the information you need, give or take a few elements, to change it. Because once you have the feeling, you have access to the sum total of the holographic information that's stored there, which means all the colors, all the feelings, all the temperatures, all the shapes, all the metaphors that are analogous to that information come to a head right there, or wherever that feeling emanates from. So literally, if you can point to it, you can change it. And you can put something else there instead. That's where the generative part comes in. See, not only is... If, 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 if all we did was learn how to clear our shit, that would be awesome. But <laughs> we can put good shit in and fine-tune our navigation system to take us where we want to go. To become the person who can be, do, and have those things. Now, most of us are kind of defaulted towards putting that in first. The problem is, is that the conception, the, the, the model of that outcome is informed by all the shit that's holding you back. Right? So by definition, the outcome we're creating is tainted by the shit that's in the way. That's changing how we filter our perceptions. So if you change that stuff first, very often what you want and how you want it and how you perceive it begins to change subtly also. And those things are far more likely to manifest. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Is this useful? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So I have a question. Yes, sir. So why is the human body then as 
kind of storing is uh, energy in, in, in the body, you know, mm -hmm. good for the human being. In my world, we call it a somatic address. Yeah. Right, somatic address, yeah. So why is it like inside the body? Why is it inside the body? Yeah. You'd have to ask God, I don't know. <laughs> well, well, actually, Felicia's wasn't. The good feelings, her safety feelings, they were right to here, right? The gold. But when she accessed that, that the thing that she wanted to change, it was out here. It doesn't really matter where it's at. Yeah. It's how you relate to it that's important. Mm -hmm. This is why creating a defined set system and imposing it on everybody, well, you get about 50%, if that. But I, I, it's just much more easier. When I, when I have her point to a feeling she wants more of and can give me a color, and she says blue, but the, I know the heart colors are green and pink. No, that's wrong. Because <laughs> that's what we do. Right? We ask somebody what their color is. It doesn't match the system we were taught. And all of a sudden, they're wrong or that system is. Well, I'm more highly invested in that than you are, and I am in you. So you must be wrong. Fuck that. Whatever a person gives you, you have to work within their holographic metaphors, their worldview. They're never wrong. So, so if you place them at stuff, let's say, in kidneys or, you know, mm -hmm. point, is it a more likely you would develop a disease, manifest? Yeah. Just, uh, in fact, uh, if anybody's familiar with Louise Hayes' work, exactly, yeah, Louise is brilliant. Independent. And she has, and clinically, I don't, I haven't think, I don't think she's been wrong yet in, in, in clinical experience. When I, when I regress people and more often than not, she's in the ballpark, you know, so I wouldn't take her literally in, you know, but as a guide, and when you start working with people, notice what patterns start to arise, and you'll find out that more often than not, there's a, there's a, there's a definite pattern. And it's the patterns and the ability to recognize those patterns that are what's true in this universe. Everything else changes, but the patterns keep emerging at different levels of reality. And once you learn to see the patterns, that's the law of analogy, by the way. That's the law of analogy. And that's what NLP and Oriental Medicine and the martial arts that I study, which I have a ninth degree black belt in the martial arts, and the art that I specialize in is an energy-based martial art that teaches people how to defend themselves using the acupuncture points and meridians to make them do weird things, <laughs> like wet themselves. And I would never do that, but it beats killing them, I guess. But my point is, is I spent a lot of time in this field, in this world, right? putting a lot of things together for me. I didn't, I didn't, as altruistic as I may seem, I did not create this shit for you. <laughs> and I had my own problems, I had my own shit I wanted to deal with, and I just was relentless in my pursuit of finding ways to stop suffering and to get the things I wanted in life. It turns out other people want that too. So here I am. Right? So I'm gonna, we have about you know half an hour left where do you want to go next? It's your meetup. Tell me what you want. Not a fucking clue. <laughs> is this fun? Is this useful? Yeah, All right. How many people noticed a profound change when they when they move that shit behind them? Yeah. Right. Obviously, yeah, obviously, right. And what you're seeing with Sequita, I don't know if how many were paying attention, but what you saw was an emotional detox. It was an emotional release of the shit that was stored in the body because of where that hologram was in relation to her spinal cord. Okay, uh, I'll give you one last thing uh, that you can play with. This is, I call this, this, this particular process, I call it the, the, dash, the, uh, the control panel. And I, want to, I need to give you some, uh, some background on it before. Away with you. All right, so let me just put, oh, shit, that didn't work either. 
Maybe I'll just pretend. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, that's good enough. Where's my race? Is there an erase? I know there was an erase somewhere. There we go. We'll just erase this. Okay, good. So going back to my draw, the human body radiates an electromagnetic field that is measurable with instruments, eight feet in diameter from the human body. If we take liberties with that field and we impose a torus shape, you guys know what a torus is, it's like a donut. If you haven't, you'll see it eventually. If we divide the human being, this is the frontal plane, this is the posterior plane, this is the spinal cord, okay? Anything in the frontal plane is active and open. Think about your desktop at home on your computer. Now, if you've ever seen my desktops, you know that you can't actually see the desktop because there's files everywhere, right? And if you've ever had a bunch of files open at the same time, you know that some files are bigger, some files are smaller, some are really, really up close and they, they hide things behind them. That sound familiar? Everything in your frontal plane is an active open file, a program that's running. And they're layered vibrationally on top of each other. Because they're vibrational, they don't take up any space. So you can have an infinite amount of information in the same area. But the minute you point to a feeling in the body, you target a particular file, that one pops to the top. Kind of like your computer. Right? And then you can work with it. Most people's forward frontal planes, frontal hemispheres, are completely occluded with shit. <laughs> okay? There's stuff that's in your face. There's stuff that's at a distance. You, suffer, you, you get somebody who suffers from chronic anxiety, depression, worry, fear, phobias. Their pictures are this close <laughs> and they're this fucking big. Without fail. Without fail. Every now and then you'll find an exception that proves the rule. But clinically, this is how it works. When you got someone who's completely overwhelmed by an experience, the picture is too big and it's too close to the core of the body. The first thing you want to do besides changing their posture, have them point to where they feel it, find the picture and move it. I had you guys do that, didn't I? Mm -hmm. I had you find a feeling, reach out and touch it, make it bigger. What happened? The feeling got more intense. True or not true? Had you pull it closer to your body, what happened? Had you put yourself in it, what happened? It got even more intense. Probably even felt like you were having it again for some of you, right? This is what's going on. This is two components of the holographic nature of the nervous system. There's tons more information in there, but you won't get it unless you ask for it. That's the magic of this system and your conscious mind. Your conscious mind is like a spotlight, a little pen light in a dark room, right? You ask for a per certain piece of information, the unconscious mind will spit it up, the conscious mind goes, oh, there it is, and it misses everything else, because that's how it works. It's spotlight awareness. In these processes, we're utilizing the conscious mind. We're utilizing the critical faculty. The part that hypnotists are trained to, to, to send out for pizza, 
we're reintegrating back into the process. So all of you is working holographically. This is your holographic control panel. Everything in the front of you is open and active, whether you're aware of it consciously or not. It's using energy. It's taking up space. It's using resources. Everything in the posterior quadrant is done and over. It's like your taxes. Anybody here do taxes? How many people here admit to not doing taxes? You're recording this, you know. You're foreign. In the United States and many other countries, we have this thing called income tax. And after every year, we have this big box of stuff. Usually we call these files and receipts. And every so often we have to sit down, a large container of alcohol, <laughs> maybe some bandages for our butt, and, and we have to sort through all this stuff and we have to tabulate it and organize it. And then we have to write the numbers down. And then we have to write the check. And we finally get through it. Half the bottle's gone. <laughs> Sign the check. There goes the other half. We send that shit off. And we're done. Except for this big box of stuff that the government says, I have to keep. Mm. <coughs> but I have no use for it. Mm -hmm. It's useless. But I have to keep it. So what do I do? I have to find a place to put it. A place, leave the country. I have to find a place where for all intents and purposes, it's out of the way, it's not gonna bother me. But if I ever need to, if the people knock on my door and say, hey, you missed a spot. What's this drugs for your dog's para-existential crisis? What the hell is this, right? And I have to go find it. But for all intents and purposes, it's done. That's your posterior hemisphere. That location comes out in your language. That, that truth comes out in your language. You'll hear it when people say, I just can't get past this. Mm -hmm. I need to put this behind me. Mm -hmm. I have to get over this. It me down. Right? Mm -hmm. It's literal. Mm -hmm. Which is all we did. We took the stuff that should have been closed, mm -hmm. edited it as we needed to, and refiled it in the place where the shit's done, over. Now, if you need to go back and find it, it's there. But for all intents and purposes, it's done. We don't need to do it. We don't need to worry about it anymore. It's not using any resources. You said sometimes it comes back in fragments. Not usually with this. Uh, holographically, usually this will be part of a much, a much more comprehensive intervention. But for many things, this is enough. So this is conceptual, this isn't actual physical. No, oh, I can do this with physical pain, I can do this with tumors, I can do this with everything. Well, I'm just wondering, like, for example, if, if you're sitting here like this and I could feel somebody staring at me from behind, that's kind of saying, that person behind me is in the current, and my perception is in the current. Well, when you say conceptual, we get the idea that it's, it's, it's only imaginary, right, and it's yeah. not a literal reality. Right. I don't think of this as just an imaginary reality. No. I no. think of this as a literal mm -hmm. vibrational orientation and filing cabinet. Right. Right. And I find that it, it, that 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 holds water. Now, whether you just look at these as imaginary constructs, it'll still work. It'll still work, whether you, whether you believe in energy as a phenomenon or not. 
it'll still work. That's the beauty of it. I happen to, to embrace the idea that there's an energetic vibrational reality phenomena connected to the imagery that I'm perceiving, the metaphors I'm creating. But they're all just interpretations of energy, information encoded in a vibrational matrix. But one thing has to be true. If the body is a result of the energies that make it up, and the experiences that we have are a result of the information encoded in the energy, then by definition, that energy must be encoded in a language the neurology understands. And if that's true, what is that language? Well, that language is size, shape, location, color. Everything that we consider an attribute has neurological meaning. It tells the neurology how to generate an experience, which is analogous to a vibrational signature, which is holographic in nature. And if you can access one piece of the hologram, you can access all of it. Does that make sense? Heavy shit. But it's fun. But here's the best part. If you can point to it, you can change it. What if you can't point to it? Then you don't have a problem. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. How many people here have something that's bothering them that they don't feel? Ooh. Yes, sir. Can you ask me to point to somewhere where I have something I want to change? Couldn't think of me. It's all right. Watch his gestures. Because yeah. the hands will always go where it is, even though they're not conscious of it. This is the other thing you need to understand is your hands beside your eyes take up more bandwidth and real estate in the brain than any other part of you. If you ever look at a homunculus, which is a diagram that, that shows the neurological layout of the hands to the brain, hands are everywhere. So when people talk about it, you'll see this now. Don't believe me. <laughs> Go out, look at, watch humans in their natural environment and interact with them and watch what they do. Don't just pay attention to what they say. Watch what they do. They'll say, I have this problem and I can't seem to get past it. I don't know what it is. I wish I could find it. It's right fucking there. <laughs> the hands will always go to the spatial location where the information is stored. From there, all you want to do is somatically bridge it to the feeling state connected to it. Then you ask him for a color, and now you've got three cortexes of the brain active. And the more information you ask for, the more the brain lights up like a Christmas tree. Yes. So if it's something like um, a generalized anxiety, mm -hmm. you can't pinpoint exactly what's triggered the thought. Or Look at her hands. I see. Yeah, I'm watching her hands. Look at it. See the direction it's moving? Yeah. And so grab it. And, yeah. Take, slowly spin it the opposite way. Mm. Notice what happens. Out. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> wow. That's how literal wow. your body is. That's why you asked Phyllis about her hands when she was visualizing where she was. Mm -hmm. Because that's the easiest to retrieve. Yeah. I didn't want to believe, when I touched my body, I didn't want to believe that's where it was, but I think I went there. I know. Yeah. And I would think, oh, this can't be it, but that's where I went. I know. It's a perfect example of the unconscious mind talking to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's huge, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Milton Erickson, a very famous hypnotist, said clients will be your clients because they're out of rapport with their unconscious mind. Mm -hmm. 
This means they're not communicating because you don't understand the language. You can ask anything you like. I have I have a fear in my questions about law of attraction, and I have very bright imagination, and I uh, almost always uh, or very often when I drive a car, I imagine the um, car accident with all these uh, um, feelings, sounds like crash, metal crash, this uh, bomb signals, everything, uh, people screaming. And, uh, this very bright picture in my head, and very bright picture in your head. Very bright picture in my head, and I am afraid that uh, this uh, my imagination will attract this um, situation in my real life because it's. Uh, I try to get rid of it. <laughs> I try to somehow to make it disappear, mm -hmm. but it very often it pops up. It just occasionally uh, can pop up in my or. Another scary pictures about my child or mm -hmm. something which scares me and it becomes very alive. How big is her picture? Huge. Where is it? Pictures become. Where's her picture? It's right in front of her. How big is it, Sequita? It's huge. It's this big. Yeah. So if I take this picture and I move it back here, how does that feel? Okay. <laughs> Can you actually do that? Yes. Wow. Try to bring it back. Notice what happens instead. It, it actually can be back. Uh, as strong or less strong? Less strong. Perfect. Reach up with both of your hands. Find the edges of it. So you I just found it. You just right there. Right? Yeah. Trace the edges of it with both of your hands so you know how big it is. Yeah, you got it. Now, is there any reason why you might want to keep this? Mm. No reason, it's just... Okay, put a big black frame around it. Yeah, good. Now feel along the edges. Notice that there's some knobs. One controls the brightness, one controls the contrast, one controls the vertical hold. Find the brightness knob. Turn it all the way to the right until the image whites out completely and notice how that makes you feel, Arena. <laughs> Turn it all the way to the left until the image blacks out completely. Notice how that makes you feel. Which one do you like better? Not black. Okay, black it out completely. Now, using the index finger of your dominant hand like a stylus on a tablet, there were some lessons that this experience had to teach you. I want you to write those lessons across that screen. Yeah. <laughs> so you can keep the lessons but let the rest go. And just keep writing until all the feelings, all the, all the lessons that need to be kept are on that screen. And just keep going. When you know it's done, just nod your head to let me know. What? Shrink it down to the size of a postage stamp, even smaller. Float it up over the top of your head, all the way back behind the horizon. Now, you know the sound a nail gun makes? Here, it nailed back there. <laughs> nailed back there for all eternity. When you know it's nailed back there for all eternity, try to bring it back and notice what happens instead. <laughs> Done, right? Mm. Uh, thank you. Big round of applause for her. <laughs> There's always a fear it's going to come back. That's a different issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The key thing she said was that she, she keeps trying to forget about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our brains all work. That's, what, that's exactly what your brain is trying to prevent. Yeah. So, it's afraid if you forget it, you're going to do this shit again. Yeah. 
So it needs to know. See, it doesn't trust you either. Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> right? you're the dipshit that let it happen in the first place. Yeah. Right? So what's the, what's the neurology trying to do? It's saying, look, I'm going to keep reminding you about this until you convince me you've learned this mm. and it's not going to happen again. Mm. And the neurology doesn't, and it doesn't usually come to stock with a process specifically for extracting lessons. It's like a big soup. Everything's, everything's integrated together. Right? And so this particular process is, why, is extremely relevant to law of attraction because more often than not, there's a reason we're holding ourselves back from the abundance. And there's usually a safety issue involved. There's usually a safety issue involved. So we need to extract that so we can let the rest go. Because the only way the neurology knows to keep your attention is by generating a feeling. Right? So once you extract the information and you've put it in the place where it knows it's retrievable and it'll be there, the neurology's happy to let that other shit go. It's an all or nothing scenario. You either take all of it or you, you, you extract that one piece, so I will let the rest go. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So one of the things you might, yes, Felicia. Because it's, it's opaque. I've had people turn it brown. Blue, pink, doesn't really matter. I do all kinds of really cool things with the color of that frame in, in more advanced uh, applications. But for right now, entry level stuff, stuff that you can zap stuff very episodically, which is really what this is, right? Single session stuff that's been just bothering you, keeps coming back. The magic frame is a really, really good technique. You can use the same process to put stuff out here that you want more of or you want to be magnetized towards. Mm -hmm. Right? We don't have time to go into that. Yeah, we'll that. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about something you want. Okay? Think about something you want. Notice where in your body you feel it. Now imagine that floating somewhere in the space around you is a picture that represents that experience or that feeling. Reach out and touch it. Trace the edges of it with both of your hands so you know how big it is. Mm. Now, anybody here ever drive? Mm -hmm. You know how you have a windshield and you can see through the windshield? Mm -hmm. I want you to imagine writing all the lessons why you deserve this thing and why it's going to happen and why it's good for you to have across that screen in glowing golden letters. And I want you to take it and make it as big as you can stand it, like a panorama, and put it out in front of you like a windshield, so that no matter where you go or what you do, you always see the world through that filter. And notice what happens to the feelings in your body. Now, you may notice that there's a color connected to those feelings in your body. You may want to put a big, bright frame of that color around that, that windshield, maybe even tint it that color a little bit. And just for fun, reach out and grab that windshield and the frame, lift it up over your head, pull it down through your entire body over and over and over again, and notice what happens. Notice any places of tightness or tension or resistance becoming less as you pass that frame through your body over and over and over again, till it's impossible to be any other way. And when you know you've got it, Put that frame back out in front of you. Breathe those colors through your entire body and lock it in. <coughs> and when you know you've got that, try to turn it off and notice what happens instead.
You're welcome. Can it really be that fast? You tell me. When the system works holistically and synergistically, all the parts doing their job, magic happens. But it's a magic that we can explain. But does that make it any less magical? No. Now, for everybody who came out tonight, especially all you new people, I have a free gift for, for sitting through my long-winded dissertation on stuff. Um, usually to walk in, you guys know I see clients, and that's okay. I also teach trainings. Things I, I offer something for everybody at every level. But tonight is a free gift for everybody. Everybody who came out tonight who's interested and wants to, I have a free gift. You do normally to walk into my room and work with me. It's $175 an hour, and that rate's going to go up real soon. For everybody who came out tonight, I'd like to offer you all a free gift, besides the cool little notepads you handed back in. <laughs> Everybody's, everybody who came out tonight gets a free 30-minute consultation with me. And I don't take everybody as a client. Okay, I, I'm very, very particular about who I take on. During the consultation, we'll discuss anything that you want to discuss. If you have questions, you just want to pick my brain, go for it. Michelle will tell you, right? If you have something you think I might be able to help you with, we'll discuss your case. We'll evaluate uh, the fit between your methods and mine, or my methods and your, your issues or your, your, the things you want to discover. If you're a fit, we'll discuss strategies and tactics for helping you get those situations resolved in the shortest amount of time possible. If I can help you, I'll tell you. If I can't help you, I'll tell you that too. Because it does me no good to waste your time and money or my time if there's not a fit. No one's going to high pressure you. This is not what I do. Okay? But what I will do is if I can't help you, if, there, if it's just not a fit for whatever reason, I will point you towards resources that I think might be helpful for you. Okay? That's my gift. All you need to do is go out as you, as you leave tonight go and circle your name, put a little star behind it or next to it. So I know, make sure your contact information is legible. No, don't write like me. <laughs> okay? Uh, my staff will reach out to you. We've only got like 10 or 15 slots. Okay? They fill up and we have a waiting list now. So, you know, don't wait. You know, that's my gift to you. Uh, you guys are more than welcome to eat, drink as much coffee and eat as much chocolate as humanly possible because I don't want to take it home and I do weight loss. <laughs> but I actually have it down to a science. I know what flavor chocolate you will eat first and second and third. You will eat the dark chocolate first. Then you'll eat the white chocolate. And then you'll eat the white chocolate for me. And the milk chocolate for me. Right? So that being said... Um, Thank you all for coming. Hope you had a good time. If you had a good time, post good things to the meetup. If you didn't have a good time, post to somebody else's meetup. I'd like to thank Troy for inviting his group out tonight. I hope we see you again. Thank you very much. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Unlimited Influence Reprogram Your Subconscious Mind with Dr. David Snyder. Stay updated by visiting at www.davidsnydernlp.com and follow social media accounts. If you want to reprogram your subconscious mind, don't hesitate to call at 858-282-4663 and we can talk more about what your mind has to offer.